have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast where we talk all about the NBA. I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark, as usual. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. How are you, Sal? Uh, Fantastic. We have a great week of basketball to go over. Um, I'd like to start off today's episode uh, going over the Bucks and Nets overtime uh, thriller, as that's what I'd like to call it. And uh, this was a crazy game. Uh, I tuned in in the fourth quarter and overtime. which was, I guess, the right time to tune in, unlike yourself, who only watched the first half. Unfortunately. Of course, I missed the best part of the game, the best game of the week, but whatever. It was still, it wasn't as cool, but it was pretty good still, so I don't mind. Yeah, but this was a dominant performance by Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, 14 for 21 shooting, 15 for 19 from the free throw, which uh, was also stellar for a guy that has been tagged to not shoot free throws well. But this season, I knew he could, after coming out of the playoffs, I had a feeling he'd be decent at shooting free throws this year, and he's been pretty pretty good at it. Um, but coming off a 40-point game on March 29th, Giannis decided to uh, drop 44-14-6 on the Nets uh, just two days after that. And this game... Uh, was sent to overtime on Giannis's step back three over Andre Drummond, which was just crazy to see that in Giannis's bag. Which hopefully, uh, for everyone's sake, becomes something that's super consistent with him, because then we'll be witnessing a very elite leveled player. Um, I wouldn't say for everyone's sake. I would say for Bucks and Giannis fans' sake. I would say no one else wants to. No, no, no. fan of any team wants to see that um maybe basketball fans but i don't especially eastern conference teams because if that happens you're not making it out that conference again hey well i know the pacers are gonna be in the hole for quite a while so um just kind of trying to see the best basketball i can right now while my team is uh down in the gutter but um yeah, Giannis had a stellar performance, went to overtime. KD tried to finish uh, with a game winner, but it went in and out, which is tough for KD because I feel like ever since this playoff series last year, um, I feel like this Bucks nets clashing, at least with the players they have now, is going to be like a classic uh, game. Hopefully we get to see it in the playoffs. Uh, it's looking like we probably will, but... Yeah, it seems like these teams match up fairly well against each other, and it seems like it's always going to be competitive because obviously you have two of the greatest players in the league going at each other. Um, any other takeaways from that game for you? I mean, just from what I saw at the start, uh, I don't know. It's it's such a, they're so they're both two incredible teams, and Giannis terrifies me, and uh, this ability to get to the free throw line, which isn't a new thing in his game, but I mean he's at the point now where he's. Well, he always really was, but knocking free throws at around league average, can't hack him. He's going to get free points. And the thing is, it's a lot of these calls are ones that he's going to get in the playoffs too. So it's not like other players who rely on free throws heavily who don't necessarily get those same calls later. the later we get in the season. But um, I can't wait. I really hope we get a seven-game series out of this. Uh, shout out Bruce Brown, though. He played really well that game. Yeah, he did. Bruce, um, Bruce Brown. 
Same with Kyrie as well. Also played really good. I was very surprised. Uh, I got, Seth Curry got a wide open look uh, in the corner. I can't remember if this was during overtime, but I think it was during the fourth quarter. He had a wide open look in the corner, and he just missed everything. Like it wasn't even close. It went straight over. I was like, "Come on, man! You got I mean, Curry on your jersey, man." It happens. It happens. There's nothing you can really do about it. But uh, that KD shot again. Remember the one in the playoffs where his foot was yeah, too big. Yeah, foot was on the line. Yeah. It was just like that, except yeah, the foot on the like line that. one went in, but. It's the same shot, and yeah. oh man, that definitely is replaying in his head over and over and over again. That must yeah. suck. That must be terrible, but it's not my problem. <laughs> um, moving on from this game, we've got a few players that actually made their debut coming off pretty significant injuries this week. Um, start off with the most, uh, I don't know, mediocre or disappointing debut you could call it, but Gordon Hayward. You know, uh, he's been out for a, quite a while, uh, at least a few months, and um, he was limited to 17 minutes of action uh, just yesterday, and uh, he scored, I think it was five points and four assists. Um, I mean, it's kind of expected he's going to be rocky. He's not like a superstar player, uh, not like he was on the Jazz, but um, he's not quite how he used to be but it's gonna take him a little while to warm up uh, probably so i mean calling him a superstar player on the jazz is a with, little uh, you know he was, he was a, little, a, a little star kind. i'll take i'll take away the super i'll say he was a star though it's got got that one all-star appearance but um i mean yeah gordon hayward he actually at a point through the, earlier this season he was starting to play like jazz gordon hayward again except well Maybe at the same level, but he was more of a facilitator this time than he was on the Jazz. But I don't know. It's a weird situation for him on that team because he's not going anywhere. He makes way too much money to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, no team is going to trade for that contract. And it's not like he's some terrible player. He's still a good player that a lot of teams would love to have. Obviously not that for that much money. But, I mean, he's not going to get enough touches with LaMelo, even Terry and Bridges on that team having him as like a second unit guy is just weird he's probably like the fourth option on a team as well like i i think like as a play as a playmaker and as a like a play initiator he could do a lot for them especially when Lamelo's not on the court but or or even in the half court uh when they can, when they aren't on the break and they can't run and catch teams in transition i think he could be really useful for them still but i just i can't see them like trying to prioritize him or anything they're still gonna they're still centered around LaMelo for obvious reasons. So it's just a bad fit. Uh, the signing didn't make a lot of sense when it happened, and it still doesn't make it a lot of sense. No, it doesn't make so, a lot of sense. I don't know. I, I, it's not that Gordon Hayward's bad, and he's been really unlucky with injuries ever since that one injury. His, like, what was it, two minutes into his debut with the Celtics? Yeah, at the Celtics. Disgusting. Disgusting. So, Don't watch so that video sad. if you've ever uh, come across it's it. It's not as bad as people say it is. It's really not it that is, bad. It's a little uh, cringy. It's it's yeah. It's it's not it's not pleasant to see. But uh, yeah, ever since then, it's kind of just not been the same. And I've actually really liked him in Charlotte ever since coming by. He's done a lot of work on his playmaking game, at least as far as I can tell. But I don't know. He's just not the player he was. He's not a max contract guy. That's all it is. Uh, let's get into the more exciting debuts we have. Um, Paul George, elite debut. Uh, um, he played against, uh, I can't remember who it was. Do you remember who he 
debuted against the Jazz. The Jazz, the right? Jazz. That's that's correct. That's correct. And um, so we're it's looking like we're going to see Paul George potentially in the playoffs if they can make it past the play-in. But he ended up uh, with a win, uh, thirty-four points, uh, six assists, and four steals. I mean that that's that's crazy on ten for twenty shooting, so exactly fifty percent. It's it's great to see Paul George back on the court. I mean, Paul George is so good at basketball. Like that that's all there is to it. And this Clippers team did actually a really good job without him trying to just stay within yeah, that play stayed, mix. Yeah, they stayed in there. And yeah. um, that the game specifically against the Jazz, though, it's just a repeat of what the Jazz have shown to be for so long. What the Jazz were up big at one point in the game. I can't remember exactly what amount, but it, I think it was over 20 yeah, points at one back. point. Yeah, they came back. They came back. Yeah, and the 20. Clippers somehow came back and just took them out, which seems to be the recurring theme with this Utah team, uh, blowing leads. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to watch sometimes because they've got like, like when they're putting themselves in these positions where they're up big, it's like they're playing this incredible basketball, but then it all goes down the drain because they can't guard anything on the perimeter, which has been their big problem for years now, and their front office is doing nothing to address it. Um, yeah, for a front office that got praise a few years ago, They've totally fallen off. I'm not totally sure if it's still the same staff that drafted Donovan, well, that traded for Donovan Mitchell, but they aren't addressing the absolute lack of perimeter defense. I mean, Rudy Gobert is their best perimeter defender, which Probably. which is an issue. I mean, I'd assume which, so. Which is an issue. They, well, like, you're going to give that over, over Royce O'Neal. Absolutely over Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal is not that good of a defender. I don't know where. I, I don't know where. Royce O'Neal. Remember, remember that uh, Russell Westbrook quote on Patrick Beverly, where he's like, he's just running around, he's just tricking y'all. That's Royce O'Neal. Man, but Royce, that's actually Royce that's actually great, Royce O'Neal. Like Royce, Royce, Royce O'Neal is a hard-nosed defender. He gets steals. You just you, know, you just he plays you just his role, man. Pa- you're just describing what people yeah, use like to describe Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Beverly as. Yeah. And also a lot worse Wait, of a defender yeah. than Patrick Beverly. But, like, I think he can stay in front of players way – at least guards way better than Rudy can. Yeah, but, I mean, like, is that saying much? <laughs> no, they don't have a lot of perimeter defense. They only have basically interior defense. But... And that's just Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I don't want to give any credit to Hassan Whiteside, so – Because he sucks. Yeah. Hassan's bad. <laughs> sucks. But uh, uh, Hassan sucks. But – um. Yeah, no, it's problematic because you can't play defense. How do you expect to go anywhere? Yeah, you can't. Like, this you can't team, make a deep playoff run with no perimeter defense. This team is good on offense. They have like their ball movement is incredible. They have all these guys that can score. I mean, even Mike Conley in that game against the the Clippers, that Paul George debut, he played like old Mike Conley. But you can't rely on that. I mean, he's past it. It's not really a fault on him. But they they aren't like gonna light up teams in the playoffs. But they're not going to guard them either. I don't really understand the team build here. Like, you've got your two guys. You've got Rudy and Donovan. You build around these guys. Okay, just fill the team with players that can, like, keep Jordan Clarkson around. You need that bench score. But, and even Rudy Gay. But everyone else on the team has to be able to play defense, at least to some extent. And no one can, which is I, I very think, bad. I think this team is going to change a lot uh, in the next couple of years. I mean, there's already this ongoing beef, which is kind of drawn out. It might be a little drawn out, but with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, don't know how true everything is, but it seems like at least Rudy Gobert is pretty unhappy. 
and I've heard Donovan Mitchell also being unhappy with being in Utah. Oh so, yeah, I mean, do you think one of them get traded? In, in I don't know about this off season, but within the next couple seasons, I think Donovan's gone. I mean, I know Donovan? he got that ex- Donovan. I, if I'm not mistaken, he got that extension from the Jazz, but um, yeah, I, I he's not staying there like his whole career or anything like that. Like it's not like a Giannis situation where he's staying there long term. He'll sign another contract extension. No, he's gone. Um, I don't, I'm not really worried about the beef between Rudy and Donovan because the greatest cure to any animosity is winning. Yeah, that's for sure. So like when you're win, like if you're a like if you're a 60 win team, forget 60. If you're like a 55 win team, no one cares if you like argue. Like yeah. you're winning games, you're going. If you're going on deep playoff runs, it doesn't matter. But they aren't. I mean, who last last season in the playoffs was it when they beat the Grizzlies? Or is that totally off? Playing against the, I remember they had that whole thing with the with Jaw's dad in the stands. That might have been last season. Might I might be totally off right now, but um. Anyways, like they're not going on deep playoff runs. They might make it out the first round a couple times, just get bounced in the second. Um, there, there's really nothing of substance, like substance there. Yeah, that, they're, they're missing problem. too much on this team. There's, uh, there's no a defense. lot of holes. There's a lot of holes in, in the Jazz. I mean, they make a great regular season team, that's for sure, because they're always a team that's going to hover around that like top three seeding spot. I mean, at least since I've been watching the NBA, and yeah, but um, who cares? I know, yeah, I know. They're not going to make a, any any runs in the playoffs. At a certain point, you have to start have to start winning these playoff games, and um, I mean, there's they, they're not going, they're never going to, with with this team build up, and I mean, even after their game today against the Warriors, at a day of recording, Donovan did not look happy. I don't think he's happy in that in that city. I don't think he's happy on that team, and for good reason. I mean, his talents are kind of being wasted right now. Chris Duarte but, uh, in a first. Who says no? I mean, like, come on, bring the man to Indy. Let him play with Tyrese. Maybe if the Pacers win the lottery this season, they Low use key, that Tyrese. Pick. They use that pick. They add a couple more firsts. No, I'm not. And I'm not Chris. trading this pick. I'm not trading this pick. If it's top three, I'm not trading it. You're not trading it no matter what? Well, unless it's for like a up-and-coming big man. I want a big man. I don't want Donovan. Want I need man? another guard. I need another guard. So what if it, what if uh, you could get Devin Booker? I know Donovan, to- Devin Booker, totally unrelated, but you don't want another guard? You don't want Devin Booker? I mean, like, yeah, I'd take you... Devin Booker, uh. but I don't want, like, Donovan Mitchell. Like, it's not really enticing to me. Um, Let's get into the last debut because we got a little sidetracked there at the Jazz, but... Uh, Anthony Davis, I know you watched a little bit of this, made his um, debut on April Fools uh, against the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans. Uh, yeah, he like he performed fairly admirably for his return to action after a little while. I mean, he's just still not the same player that he was even a couple of years ago, which is so sad. New Orleans AD was scary. Pelicans AD, Bubble AD, like that championship season AD was next level, but this guy has just totally fallen off a cliff. And he's, to be fair to him, like he's still really good. Like a lot of people, I feel like people get that misconstrued and they don't want to, they don't mention it enough, where 
yes, he's fallen off drastically, but he is still an extremely good player. Yeah, he's still an like, all-NBA player. When AD he's healthy, is still he's definitely an all-NBA incredibly player. good. He's just not as good. And, um, I mean, in his debut, I think the first shot of the game was he made that, like, some some turnaround, turnaround jumper. But uh, I thought they were going to win that game. Honestly, when I was watching, they looked like they were going to win. Or I thought they would just end it in the clutch. LeBron AD does something, but they did not. And that game ended ended the Lakers' hopes. Speaking that of which, yeah, ended. are they are they officially out of contention to make the play in? No, or are no, they they're just, not officially. Well, they're just not done, officially, basically, right? But um, yeah, well, like they they could still make it over the Spurs. It was a big but, like, win for them today if they could have got that against the Nuggets, but. But they didn't. They didn't. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, they're still one and a half games behind the Spurs now, with what is it, four games to go. So if the Spurs win three games out of their last ones, then uh, then they're in, and the Lakers with would. I, I think teams. the Spurs are gonna make it. I think the Spurs are gonna make it over the Lakers, especially with if LeBron misses like at least half of these next games. It's done. And all I'm saying is. All I'm saying is it is still possible for the Sacramento Kings to overtake the Lakers. That is the possible. The Lakers, but not the Spurs, right? No, 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 no. no. I, actually, I think it might be possible for the Spurs. Yeah, but yeah, they're three and a half. Shut, that's, not down, uh, that's not happening. They've shut down Sabonis, it is, po- so. it is a, possible for the Kings to overtake the Lakers, <laughs> which would be, some would be definition so of... funny. Poverty. If the Sacramento Kings, while trying to take towards the end of the season, take uh, like overtake the LA Lakers with a team that has LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russ Westbrook on it. Yeah, that would uh, that would be something. Do you, do you remember at the start of the season when they tra- like I messed up big time? I saw the name Russ Westbrook. I I had seen him what he'd done in Houston, how terrible he was. I saw how how like frustrating he was in Washington but for whatever reason I was like he was he's great in, in Washington now. I gotta give him credit in Washington he was nice I think I mean, he's like, a great player in Washington I don't, he was I don't better know than about he was Houston, in Houston. He, was, he was better than he was, he was a good he was a good basketball player in Washington like he was better this than guy was going to the Lakers like that was blockbuster that was like everyone I think at least on that day were like easy championship favorites if LeBron doesn't win with that roster I don't know what he needs to win with you know but like I mean I, I don't know I like I, 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 we let the name get to us. A lot of people, not everyone, my, but I, I did especially. I was like, oh, but it's still Russ. Like I knew Russell Westbrook wasn't the same player that he was, and I, I knew the fit was weird. But it was yeah. like, oh, it's still Russell Westbrook though. Like that's still like former MVP, Mr. Triple Double. Like that's Russell Westbrook still. But he can't shoot a basketball. He can't do anything without the ball in his hands. He is clueless on defense and has been for a long time. But that's expected when you're this megastar on offense but he's no longer a megastar on offense nope there's a serious question of for how many nba teams competitive nba teams would he be starting for and there's an actual like the actual question is how many teams want russell westbrook on their roster and i honestly think for that money right for now? that money for that money i honestly think the answer is zero yeah i, I would agree with you there the, the answer and i really think that if you cut the salary in half the the and the number is still not that high. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. 
Like, he's just he doesn't fit a lot, a lot with a lot of the modern teams that we have right now. If Especially Fresh most teams are kind of younger than they used to be. After this contract, after this, like what? I think he's got one more year on this current deal. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, for forty-seven million dollars. I'm pretty sure it's wow. a player option, right? Yeah. Well, he's gonna take it. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's no, not turning down forty-seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah. No. No. He's that's that's already like forget the option. But uh, I honestly like. Is it if he signs another contract? Is that contract gonna be worth more than let's say twelve million dollars a year? I don't think. I think the answer is no. Say fifteen max. I don't. I honestly, I'd be surprised if. He All gets I know is 12. it's not going to be with the Lakers. That's that's. that's oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, like I don't know if the Gotta Lakers would even take him back on a minimum retire. deal. Gotta go back I don't to even, Like I honestly don't know if the Lakers would take him back on a minimum deal. Because, I've I, I don't understand this drop off. Like I, I I understand the fit and all the issues with that, but just Russell Westbrook as an individual has just gotten way worse at basketball. And I don't really understand how that happened. Because, like, yes, he used to have the flaws. Yes, the no shooting was always apparent. But it wasn't this apparent. And, like, when he's driving into the paint, he can't finish as well. And I guess, sure, it comes with age, the winning athleticism. It doesn't look like he's gotten any smarter as a player. It looks, he hasn't maintained that same level of, like, passing ability ability to find players or make reads on defenses attack certain certain spaces or whatnot he's just totally he's he's not russell westbrook anymore and i don't know how so many people got myself included again got blindsided by that but um yeah he's he's he should not be on the team yeah, I, I don't think when he's making that much money, I don't think they really would bench him if... No. Well, he'll be with the team next year. I think they're going to have to probably ride it out one more year with this core that they've got going on because uh, I don't think they're going to trade LeBron or AD. So I think they're going to have to run it back. They're kind of being forced to. Um, Do you think that they should have made that trade for John Wall? For John Wall? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they're also getting... Is this with Christian Wood that we were talking uh, we we can add Christian Wood in there too if well, you want. It was John Wall and Christian Wood so... for Russ and a f- and Russ Taylor and no Tucker. Russ and a, first. and a first. Um, yeah, if I'm the Lakers, I'm pulling the trigger. Because... Now is that now what about what about just if it was Russ Westbrook and a first for John Wall? Like, would you have done that swap? I don't think so. At least with the first round pick, I don't think I would. I would, I would, because was it the twenty twenty seven first round pick? Because yeah, it was twenty twenty seven. That's a big pick for the Lakers. Like, yeah, but no if LeBron. you can win, it, if you can win a ch- like, I don't think John Wall would have propelled he the Lakers to championship form. Better though, but um, if you can win a championship, that's worth losing a pick five years down the line. Like if you can win a chip, like ask ask any NBA team, if they're like, okay, you can win well, the championship course, this season, but you you lose your pick then, and when you have a like LeBron and AD on the same basketball team, you have to be trying to win the championship every yeah, single season, because that window, especially with LeBron now, is very small. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would have done it, just because like why not? It can't get any worse than what it was, well, or what it is. So you should. I, I think that's an opportunity missed for the Lakers. Yeah. 
I agree. And they lost a ton of good players in the rest trade, like like Kuz. Uh, Kuz. I can't even remember who else they get. <laughs> KCP. KCP. Hey, KCP still would have been good on this year's Lakers. Oh, my goodness. Ten good players. Like, <laughs> Kuzma. Uh... Hey, Kuzma's been better than – you can say that he might be, have been better than Russ this season. Kuzma but... has absolutely been better than Russell Westbrook this season. I don't know how many, like, 30-minute-plus-a-game players there have been in the NBA that have been worse than Russell Westbrook. Which, wow. How are we at that point in this guy's career? And he's not that old. He's only 33. Yeah, Russ. Like he's 33? not. He's, he's not like forty or something. He's not LeBron. He's not thirty-seven. He's thirty-three. I mean, I, I I'd like to see another season with him not in LA. Just to you know, I don't think he's quite done. Like you're seeing with all these other veteran players that were really good once upon a time, like Blake Griffin. I don't think he's gonna fall off that hard to where he's not in the rotation or anything. He already has. I mean, I don't think that it's that. It's that. I don't think he's that far gone. Like, look at him last season, and he was great. This season, not so much. Hoping it's just a speed bump in his career, besides like Houston. But so the, another speed bump. Another speed bump. Let's hope it's not one that like breaks the transmission in the car or whatever. You know. Um, that would suck. But let's move on to another former MVP. Uh, we're just gonna kind of blaze through these. But we got KD surprisingly getting a career-high 55 points against the Hawks. Um, and who would have thought that Kevin Durant's uh, one of the best scorers of all time, if not the best, uh, his career-high is only 55 points? Yeah, that that is weird. I, you would have thought that it would be like 65. Yeah, 65 minimum. That's what I would have. I mean, guess like high 60s. But Yeah, no, it's it, it was weird. I was kind of surprised when you said that was his career-high. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, it really was. I mean, in that loss. Yeah. He still lost, they, though. They, they did lose. Um, he played 48 minutes. Or 42 minutes, sorry. Um, and, yeah, 55-7-3. I mean, it sucks. That's two back-to-back L's um, against Milwaukee just uh, a few days before. That was the one with Giannis and that crazy game. But, yeah, KD doing KD things. Not much more to say about that. Um, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, had a 50 bomb uh, against the Clippers on March 31st. Um, Bulls, we've already talked about this many times. Kind of fraudulent, very fraudulent, but very. <laughs> they are frauds. They are the <laughs> fraud frauds. team in this league. Uh, give them Lonzo back. Definitely the biggest whoever. fraud team. Fully healthy team. I don't care. They are not winning a playoff series. It's kind of funny. The start of the year, everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's the Bulls." And, uh, <laughs> No, nope. no. They they cannot beat a good team. No, they can't. I mean, like zero and seventeen now. I remember we talked about this thing like zero and fifteen. I think they're like zero and seventeen now. So, against like teams that are better than them or um, yeah, no, they're something like they, that. I mean, hey, Reggie Jackson in that game, in that Demar game, went off for thirty four. Okay, okay. Gotta gotta shout him out too, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, really, that's a player so the Lakers would love to have. Um, I mean, he is better than Russ Westbrook. Way better. <laughs> so much um, better. And then I'd like to talk about a pacer. Um, Tyrese Halvern had, this was just a couple hours ago, um, Tyrese Halvern had 19 points and 17 assists. Now, this kid is the future of Indiana. 
for at least like till like 2027. I think they can hold on to him uh, without him saying no. But Tyrese, uh, he had 17 assists with zero turnovers, and that's the first player since LeBron in 2018 against the Raptors to have 17 assists with zero turnovers. Um, and man, like it feels good to finally be watching my favorite team with a star facilitator. Like it's crazy. This guy's so selfless with the ball. And I mean, sometimes you're going to get games where Tyrese only scores around 10 points because he decides, you know what, I just want to pass the ball a lot tonight. But once like he evolves in his game to the point where he can get all these assists, do this, and still be aggressive on offense and taking shots, um, man, he's special. He is very special. I cannot believe that the Sacramento Kings gave up this guy who loved the city who would have loved to stay in Sacramento for a long time. They gave him up for DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. And, 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 just, just to add icing to the cake, they also gave Buddy Heald away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny. It's, it's definitely one of the laughing stock moments in the NBA this year. Um, just just from the get-go, Tyrese Halliburton was the best player in that trade. Yeah, yeah. The second sure. best player was Sabonis. Fair mm, enough. The third Buddy. best player was Buddy. By far. I mean, Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb could very well be out of the NBA in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're insignificant. So I just... And Tyrese, by far and away, the highest ceiling in that draft. Like, no question about it. What were they thinking? It's not worth it. The Kings the draft? fans. You, you mean the trade? No, the trade. Sorry. The yeah, trade. the draft. <laughs> the tra- <laughs> but Let's I, stop like, me there. <laughs> I, I don't. I, it's honestly, again, it's just not worth it. I feel bad for these fans. I feel yeah. bad for the fans of that franchise. It's. I don't get it. I mean, even Buddy Heald was saying in a uh, post-game interview, he was saying that he loves how Indiana uh, is unlike Sacramento. He loves it. Indiana's giving him freedom with the ball. He's allowed to move and not just stand and catch and shoot threes. But he actually, like, I've been watching Buddy Heald, and I actually love this pickup for them as well. Like, he wasn't just a throw-in. He's also his own great individual player. And, I mean, this guy, like, his scoring, I mean, I think he'll be in Indiana for sure for next season. And then, I mean, I think the Pacers have no issue or no reason to trade him or I mean, he's just helping out Tyrese's development. They've already got chemistry. And, man, like, looking back, this is going to be, like, probably the best thing to happen to Indiana since Paul George. Yeah. And I uh, on Buddy, I think with uh, – I think Buddy is the exact player, like this ver- Indiana version of Buddy Heald, is the exact player they want Chris Duarte to turn into. Yeah, I can I can agree with you there. Like, prob- pro- like when teams were probably looking at Chris Duarte – that is probably what they were hoping to get. Yeah, and Chris it's, Duarte it's possible can, that that's what he becomes. Can like, do this biting heel thing that he's doing this season, like for a few, like like five seasons, the few seasons of like that being his prime. That that's a good player to have on a contending team. Absolutely. Now, like plug into any sh- team as well. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's with it's, better it's, defense it's, as well. Hundred well. Beating Buddy defensively already is, has better defense than Buddy. So. Yeah, that does not take that is, doesn't take much. He gets the offensive Buddy healed. I mean, Chris already has all the confidence in the world to shoot the crazy shots and make them as he should. So as he should. I have. mean, I remember like watching that. this team like Chris, like 
he had a great start to his rookie year, like shooting crazy shots uh, oh, yeah. and making them all the confidence in the world. Uh, so, I mean, I don't expect his ceiling to be like crazy high, like all-star or anything. I just expect him to be a very quality and good um, role player. Maybe one year he'll be like, I don't know, like borderline all-star, but nothing better than that. Um, but only time will tell. So um, like Victor Oladipo in Indiana? Not that first Victor Oladipo season. Not the okay, fair enough. Don't disrespect him that hard, okay? That's your so that's your a... defensive. That's your first team all defense steals leader, most improved player, all star. You're talking about right there, okay? Speaking of first team all defense, Robert Covington. Yes, Roko, that is Robert my boy. Robert Covington. Now I am so mad that I was at work during this game. But Robert Covington, 43 points. Now, who would have thought Robert Covington would play? And I, was, and I think they blew out the, uh, the Bucks. Well, the Bucks they didn't did. have any of their starters, but I think they won they, by like 30 points or something. 34. Yeah, Rocco played every minute of the game, I believe. And he had 11 threes and 43 points. Now, in a post-game interview on the court, Robert Covington was asked what the ball, the basketball, like the hoop, what it looked like to him in the game, and he said, it looked like the ocean, man. So, you know, splash. Like, Roko. He was not missing. He was not missing. I did mean, not miss. I don't know who, where this ability came from to start slinging threes like that, but 11 of 18. And in the same game, Amir Kofi. Went off for 32. Yeah, I'm so mad I didn't get, like, uh, I mean, both teams are resting their stars. There's no Paul George in this one either. So, no. I mean, the top four players in the game, like, on both teams were also, they were all out. So, Chris, Drew, Giannis, Paul George. But, I mean, very disappointed I didn't get to see this one just because I like Robert Covington so much. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the most, that's probably one of the most random 40 pieces we've seen in, quite a long time i mean this is a guy that tyloo wouldn't even play more than 12 minutes at one point so yeah robert covington is i i don't know i don't know where that came from but like again this clippers team this supporting cast that they have for this team is so good and Kawhi, if Kawhi and norm can be healthy next year and the whole team stays healthy next year they are a they real could be favorites. time contender they could be favorites I won't slap the favorites tag on them. At least for I that conference, maybe. I need to see them. Still, with uh, I need to see the Suns. I need to see the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to say. And whatever happens with the Lakers, but um. Yeah, I don't gotta worry about them. Yeah, I'm not worried about them. But this uh, this Clippers team is scary. They just hold on to everyone. They hold on Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, even Zubac, Isaiah Hardenstein, if they can hold on to him. Batum, Reggie. Marcus I don't think Morris. they. I don't think they have a lot of free agents going into next season. I think it would probably be Hartenstein. Uh, I don't know. I think Zubash has another year as well. Um, yeah, they, I think they should be able to keep on. Most, yeah, at least most, most guys most will have team. another year. Um, um, but especially holding on to guys like like Robert Covington and Norman Powell, they got them practically for free. Yeah. Keon which Johnson. Is... That, that's it. Nuts. Uh, and they got a first, didn't they? Or did they give one up? I can't remember, but they gave up Bledsoe and Keon, and then and Justice Winslow, and then they oh, got back uh, Rocco. Um, they got back Rocco in the first, I think. So I'm not sure to be I'm, honest. I don't know. It doesn't matter if the pick was there or not, but it was a great yeah. trade for the 
the Clippers. It, this this it couldn't have been better for the Clippers. Those are two incredible guys you want to have on your team if you're trying to go far. And then you add Paul George and Kawhi Leonard back, and it's like, wow. How want to see Kawhi again, man? Like, like, like how are you? So how long. do you score on this team? Yeah. That's they're good. They're good. And they're built for the playoffs too. Um, yeah. Speaking of contracts, I mean Darius Garland. Uh, one of the rising stars of this year um, just got a five-year, $183 million contract extension for the Cavaliers. Absolutely great move. Um, no doubt about it. Darius Garland um, looking like one of the faces of the Cavaliers for this era. So thoughts on that? I mean, he's one of the best point guards in the NBA. Yeah. This this was just a formality, really. Like He was going to get the max amount of money they could possibly offer him. Uh, that's all that that's there's really not too much else to it it's it's not like if you could give him five years 200 million instead you give him that i know he's just he he's good enough he deserves the money that's all there is he's so good yeah um we don't have a lot of injuries to cover i mean the season's basically done at this point so uh we're kind of gearing up for the playoffs but uh steph curry's officially ruled out for the rest of the season but uh, hopefully it's regular looking, season, regular season. Yeah. Regular season. It is. Um, and Julius Randall's also regular um, is out for the rest of the season with a uh, quadriceps injury. Um, same with Fox Sabonis. We talked about that, but Ben Simmons, um, I don't know how likely it is because there's only like four games left in the season, but he might be back before the playoffs. I mean, maybe we see him one last regular season game. I don't know why he'd do that, but um He'll be back for the playoffs is what we're all hoping for. Um, and, yeah, that that's pretty it. Pretty um, slow injury list. And um, let's talk about the Hall of Fame because that was just recently. There were some players inducted, coaches inducted, but main highlights were Romano Ginobili and Tim Hardaway Sr. Yeah. Um, Tim Hardaway making it in after uh... – I was telling Mark about some crazy uh, things that Let's he not said. get too much into that. not going to get too into it, but uh, there were some um, homophobic yes. things that Tim Hardaway said, so that kind of held him out of the Hall of Fame. Um, and now he's in. I don't know what uh, if he forgave his words, which were pretty, very, extremely harsh, but, I mean, we're not going to say exactly what they are. If you're interested, go ahead and look it up on your own. But Tim Hardaway... Um, in the Hall of Fame now. Yeah, moving on. Manu, I mean, this was a lock, especially when you consider that this is a basketball Hall of Fame, not an NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, you think about what he's done for basketball worldwide, and while really it was big and it's it's been big in in South America, obviously not as big as other sports in that area, but uh what he's done for basketball as a whole, how big of a presence he is, and also being part of that Spurs team. He was a lock. He, he was a first of battle course. lock, and he made it, which deservedly so. I mean, that whole Spurs group will be in there fairly soon. Yeah, as well as Tony Parker. Um, yeah. I mean, Tim, yeah, that, that Spurs thing was iconic. Yeah, they long, won. long, long. Wasn't it? Uh, got f- Manu has what? four. Manu has four Didn't rings. Didn't Tim uh, win? Uh, Tim has five, in, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, Tim won one in the 2010s, one in the, or I mean, like at least one, one in the 2010s, one in the 2000s, one in the 90s. Or like yeah, yeah, he's got he he won in 99, 99, 03, 05, 07, and 14. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, he won. If you look at when he won his first championship from his last, that's 15 years apart, which is yeah. ridiculous. But aged well, extremely. But that's like top 10 player of all time. So of course, should. Yeah. 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 Um, so for the final segment of today, um, since the season's wrapping up, I'd like to talk about our all NBA teams. Now we're going to do all NBA first, second and third team. Um, and yeah, uh, we're going to kind of go over, uh, starting with the first team because this is the more obvious thing. Um, now the issue with the all NBA teams, I'm going to ask for your opinion on this in a second, but, uh, as of right now, how, how it stands is there is two guards, two forwards, and a center on each of the respective teams. Uh, I know there's a whole thing with if the NBA should abolish positions, which in my opinion, they definitely should or make it more three forwards, two guards. But yeah, how do you, how do you feel about positions in the All-NBA teams? Shouldn't exist. Should be. I mean, the if the NBA as a whole, in terms of players on the court, has gone positionless, why are the awards being should done Should be in the positions? top 15 players in the NBA. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it should be. The all The All-NBA first team should be the top five, then you've got the next five, and then the next five. Totally That's agree. It. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty stupid that you can potentially hold players out of the All NBA teams just based on the position. Even though you have a guy like um, I know, like Nick Nurse talked about this. This is obviously not going to have anything to do with All NBA teams this year. But he's talking about how Scotty Barnes plays like basically every position. He can put him in any position on the court, and uh, he doesn't really have a position that he fits in. Like. I mean, I guess he's listed as a, what is it, a power forward. But, I mean, he can, like, on the court, he can be plugged into any position. Like, he can be a point guard, um, can play anything. So it doesn't make sense to put him into one spot on an all-NBA or defensive or rookie uh, a spot on there, you know? Yeah, to- totally. I mean, yeah, that, that's all there is to it, really. You've got so many players that play so many different positions. And then you're just going to list them as a forward. Yeah. Like, just doesn't work. Um, so, I mean, we're clear on that. Uh, there shouldn't be positions in the NBA, all NBA lists. But today, we are assuming there are positions. So there's going to be two guards, two forwards, and a center. Um, some players um, have, at least that we've researched, uh, qualify for multiple positions. Um, so we have... Um, Jokic and Embiid are eligible at forward and center. Um, LeBron's eligible at forward and point guard. All right, guard. Tatum is eligible at forward and guard. Luka's eligible at forward and guard. Damar is eligible at forward and guard. Um, So a lot of players are eligible at multi-positions, so that prevents things from, like, Jokic and Embiid being separated onto all-NBA first and second team. So Thankfully. Let's let's get into it here. Um, I'll tell you my All NBA first team, which should p- be pretty fairly similar to yours, but especially um, the front court. I have Luca and Devin Booker, um, and then I have Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. Yeah, 
I have the exact same team. And uh, I don't think that one is really up for debate. I mean, you've got the three MVP candidates sitting yeah. up the front court. Luca is probably in that next tier of MVP candidates. He's probably that like fourth guy. And Devin Booker is probably up there too, to be honest. But uh, yeah, no, I think that one should be fairly consensus. And if we see a different team from the voters, then we got to ask some questions about the people voting. I mean, these people teams. could say different things, throw people in there for the guards. I mean, if there was something changed in the guards, I mean, it's more seeable. But if you change anything in the in the for, in the front court, like Giannis and Jokic, it's not valid. Oh, Your no list way. is automatically no garbage. No way. No, that front court is as locked as it can possibly be. I mean, maybe if Ja never got hurt, maybe yeah, that, that's Ja what I was over thinking. Booker. That's what I was thinking as well. Maybe that's that's about it though i can't see anything else really um so this leads into our second team so things should be a little more changed in between us now but i have john morant steph curry kevin durant who i would have put in the first year if he stayed healthy all year but he didn't um jason tatum and carl anthony towns wait that kevin durant thing so if kd was healthy the whole year which one of Giannis Embiid, Jokic, like one of those one of those has to go. Who's gone? I don't know because we didn't see what he did all season. That's the thing. No, no. <laughs> like let's say let's say we had KD this this KD for like seventy five games. Which one of the three does he replace? Man, any player I say here is just automatic. No, no. Like... Which one does he replace? Um... So pretty much pretty much what I'm asking you is out of Giannis and and Jokic, who's the worst? That's what I'm asking. I think it's got to be... I don't think it's Giannis, so eliminate Giannis. Well, like, then you've got Embiid and Jokic. So it's Embiid and Jokic. I think there's a, I think there's a clear-cut three. And I think... I, I No, I don't think you can switch anything on the first team right now. But if KD was healthy the whole season, I think there's a pretty decent chance he would make the first team over Joel Embiid. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> if, if, I had, if I had to, if I had to take out one, that would be the one I take out. But obviously, KD wasn't healthy the whole season, so that's just that's just all straight hypothetical. But um, second team, you said you had uh, who are your guards? John Steph. John Steph. Okay, well, there's our first difference. I had Chris not... Paul. Oh, okay. Instead, I had John Chris Paul. Okay. I, I've I, I've uh, I. Don't have Steph on my second team. Yeah, uh, Steph. Steph had a weird, wild season. At the start of the year, it looked like he had the MVP award. Precisely, to lose, yeah. It, yeah, it was it was in his trophy cabinet already, and then he just fell off a cliff. And like, it was once he passed the three point record, it was yeah. kind of funny. Literally, like, right after, right he after he hit that, that he three point totally record, fell he fell off. Which is just really weird, but whatever. Um. Yeah, he just totally fell off a cliff after that, and I, I Chris Paul is just so good at basketball. Like Chris Paul is just so good at basketball. The Suns are the best team in the NBA, um, and obviously he it's that's not all down to him, but I mean, I I I could I I don't think Steph had a better year than him. Uh, and the Chris Paul, playmaking. yeah, 
the playmaking, the defense that he still offers at his old age, which is also so impressive. Um, actually, there was a funny clip today of Chris Paul uh, against the Thun uh, from the from the Suns last game against the Thunder. Poku, so you know that Chris Paul rip through where if you stick your arms out, he like rip through you to get yeah, easy yeah, foul I calls. Seen that, yeah. Poku did that to him. And the look Chris Paul gave Poku, by Poku, for those who don't know, I mean Pokusevsky from the Thunder, I've but everyone knows Poku. It. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that Poku, The look he gave Poku, it looked like Chris Paul wanted to just murder him in that moment. It honestly it's looked so like, funny. I have never seen him look that mad before. And I'm confident that he, Chris Paul made the rest of Poku's game absolute hell. I don't know how so that game funny. ended up going. But I guarantee him. Never mind. The Thunder blew them out. Yeah, I remember. Booker and said Poku, that they needed that loss. And Poku had. No, no. This is from today. Yeah, I, I think Booker said that. And Poku dropped a 17, 10, and 12 game. Never. You know what? Never mind. He he killed Chris Paul. But that doesn't change my NBA team ranking. That one game will not change that. Chris yeah, Paul is course. still. I would say the third best guard. If I were to take one of the guards off the team, I would take Ja off before I take Chris Paul off. Which I know might be controversial. But, I don't know. Chris Paul is... He has that type of LeBron effect where any team he goes on automatically wins, like, many, many more games. Now, not LeBron this season, because... Not this season, like, no. But I'd calm down on that. that but way. not this season. Um, but Chris Paul has that same impact on. I mean, any yeah, team. it's it's proven. Literally, just look at the stats. You got. Oh yeah, look look at the records of every team he's played on. Clippers, Houston, um, Thunder. That was a big one. In terms yeah, of improvement, that was huge, that was the insane huge one. improvement. That was night and day. And uh, the Suns. Even also. the Suns. Not not as much this year because I think they've just also become incredible with they're, or without. They're good him. enough. You can't really improve that much than um, what they already are. Yeah, no, I. He's the ultimate floor raiser. Yep. Um, I just saw that clip, Poku and Chris Paul. Pretty funny. Very <laughs> it funny. Looks so weird. Check when out you that see clip. A, a Check out that guy clip. Try and do the Chris Paul move, which is on a little guy. Uh, yeah. on, on a, like Chris Paul, like if we're being nice, he's six feet. Like if yeah. we're being generous, he's probably like five ten. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a guy like more than a foot taller than him just rips through him. So and your four, who were your forwards your, for this? Yeah, I was team? just gonna ask you. So I had I had Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum. Did you okay, have the I had the same. Same. Okay, good, good. And the and center is where we disagree. I had Kyle I had Rudy Towns. I have Rudy Gobert. I think this has probably been the best. The, Rudy Gobert as a player overall, you can make an argument for this being the best the, the best year of his career. I don't know. I don't watch any Jazz games, so I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I mean, Rudy Gobert. I've never been a fan. Um, I just remember that uh, I think it was at the start of this year or something. Um, I believe it was the game where, I mean, the Pacers absolutely dominated the Jazz when Sabonis got his career high and Lance had like 14 assists. But, I mean, I, I don't know. That was, there was no Rudy Gobert there, but um, I know that Rudy Gobert and Miles Turner got in it, and that's kind of last time I paid attention to Rudy Gobert. But, yeah. I have him on my All-NBA so list, good. so 
I, I didn't put him on the second team, though. I put Kyle that was a spoiler. because spoiler. it's kind of obvious, though. Um, and then, you know, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves have been a great surprise this year. One of the best offensive teams in the league this year. Carl um, Anthony Towns showcasing how good of a talent he is, and some people were doubting that he was the best player on the team. Uh, I know some yeah, people some are people. talking about that, and he is undoubtedly the best player on the Timberwolves. For sure. Um, so yeah, no, um, I just found out something crazy. So, Carl Anthony Towns, the Carl Anthony, that's the first name. Towns is the last name. I, I knew that. I never knew that. I thought it was Carl, and then the last name was Anthony Towns. But it's Carl Anthony. Well, if you then think the about last it, name is his last name on the back of his jersey would be Anthony Towns if it was his last name. Yeah, but you could just write Towns because you don't want to take up all that space. And um, Towns just looks better than Anthony Towns. How did I never like realize Shay's, that? Shay's thing would be Julius Alexander, right? Yeah. Yeah, so then if it was But Anthony you don't have Towns, to do that. Like, you don't have to put that. Like, if I'm sure if Shay wanted, he could just put Alexander or Gilgis if he wanted to. Wow, I never realized that Carl Anthony was his name. Yeah, I think I knew that. I mean, if you ask me, I never, I, I, I never knew that. Name. I um, never knew that. That is new information to me. I just found that out. Fun fact wow. for everyone listening, if you don't yeah, know. Yeah, fun fact, if you didn't Carl know that. Carl Anthony or Towns' first name is Carl Anthony. I thought it was Carl, and then his last name was Anthony Towns. What? <laughs> That's crazy. That is That is crazy. You learn something new every day. So let's um, jump into the third team. Um, which should differ well amounts, I think. Uh, we already know that Rudy Gobert is my center, but for my two guards, I have Chris Paul and James Harden, and then I have uh, DeMar DeRozan at, the f- at one of the forward spots and LeBron James at one of the forward spots. I don't care how bad LeBron is, pl- how bad the Lakers are and all that. If LeBron James is in the NBA, he's always going to be put on one of these lists. 100%. I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't care. Absolutely. Like, I saw someone say, like, put LeBron at the point guard in the NBA first team this year, and I'm like, oh, my God. No. Man. Like, no. <laughs> no, there's a line. There's a line. I, I get it. He's LeBron James, but there's a limit to how how much that name can carry him. Um, My team is Steph, DeMar as my guards, mm-hmm. Pascal, LeBron, and Cat. So I don't have James Harden making an NBA team. Ooh, I don't like Which that is kind of crazy. I don't like that one. Which was hard to do, but look, James Harden only qualifies as a guard. Yeah. As far as I know, and I I can't He's I can't possibly forward. see him being a forward. No. Um, Steph had to make a team. Of course. Demar had to make the team. Yep. LeBron was already locked in from day one. Of course. So it was pretty much between Pascal and Harden. Yes. Now, uh, like, like I would have to shuffle, move Demar to the forward, and then put Harden in, in, um, in there. But look, what Pascal has become this season. Now, look, there's a, there's a, there's if Pascal might not qualify as a forward because he's been playing center a lot for the Raptors. He's, he should qualify as a forward still, so I'm not that worried about that. But Pascal, I remember when, uh, when Kawhi was there. Then after Kawhi left, it was like, okay, Pascal is going to be our guy now instead i mean they gave him that huge money extension and all that 
and at first it was like, uh oh, we messed up. But I don't know. Is... I still think he's the guy on the Raptors. No, like, he... well, no, I'm saying at first. Like, remember that time where he like, yeah, I know. What was it after the bubble? Like when he came back in the bubble mm-hmm. and he like didn't touch a basketball for like five months or something like that. Remember when that those reports came out? That yeah. was like, uh oh, we might have goofed. And now it's like he's this multifaceted, multi like three level scorer. So do type, you think like, that Fred Van Vliet or Pascal is the guy on the Raptors? Well, I don't really know if they have a true guy. Like Or do you in, think they're the both clutch, the guy? In the clutch, you probably give the ball to Fred because of his shot creating ability. Because Pascal's still a little reliant on that spin. But um <laughs> but you probably giving but that's I think that's more a result of like that's just the player there. Like the same way the Bucks, they give the ball to Chris Middleton in the clutch, not yep. Giannis, yep. most most of the time. So I I don't really think that like that is, but I think if they had to like pick one of the two to keep, they pick Pascal because Pascal defensively opens up a crazy amount for this round. And his team. playmaking has gotten way like big jump oh, yeah. this year, big jump. Oh yeah, and um, I mean like you have the team of pascal scotty barnes how do you like they can guard one to five that's incredible pascal defensively so probably like one of the most versatile defenders in the nba mm-hmm. he's incredible like this the leap he's taken even within the season like the second half of the season i it looks way better than he did the first and i don't know i just harden is weird this this year especially i mean like he has the numbers sure but is it really all there like it has been in the past? I'm less confident. I, I I didn't mind excluding him. To be honest, it was harder for me to exclude. Um, it was harder for I I thought more about Jimmy or Pascal than I did Ouch. than I did about including Harden. All right. I mean, um, didn't have Julius Randall on your list, I assume. I did not have Julius Randle on my that list. That is a joke. <laughs> um, some uh, some other guys though that I actually had to think about. Uh, Trey, Trey Young. Yeah. But if if like if the Hawks were better, he would have made the team. Okay. The Hawks are just so bad. I, I agree but, with you. I agree with you. Uh, Darius Garland. Okay. If if the if the uh, if the Cavs had kept that like fifth seed. If they never then I, or they never got injured basically if they stayed healthy yeah then I probably would have tried to like wiggle him into here mm-hmm. and Zach Levine I thought about for like two seconds but I was like there's no chance two Bulls players make this yeah that's and DeMar exactly was my thought choice. exactly my thought when you didn't name DeMar as one of your guards I got really scared that you didn't include him for a second that I was like oh no like did he actually just kick DeMar out but oh I heard his name as forward I was very relieved I remember earlier in the season, when the Bulls were still good, DeMar was like first team, like in the MVP race, all that. Remember that? I do. And now that. he's just he's barely clinging on to that third team spot. But he deserves it. He this is, he's so good. Yeah. He's like the only like hip. He's like best player in the Bulls for sure. Oh, by far, um, by far. Yeah, some of my honorable mentions were, uh, yeah, Trey Young. Of course, if the Hawks weren't that bad, he would have been in my list. Um, Jalen Brown was also my honorable mentions. Um, Pascal, I had a tough time leaving him off. He would have been the next guy up for me. Um, and then if this guy stayed healthy, 
I want to throw this name in here, Draymond Green. I know you're letting a little smile right now. Absolutely not. <laughs> not a chance. That was my homer pick. Draymond Green making an all-NBA team in 2022. Historic. Absolutely. Who is he, who's he making over? Who's I'm saying, I'm saying I don't think he'd make it. I don't said, I never said that, but I said... But if he was healthy. Oh, well, you can't throw that ultimatum at well, me. Well, like, look, he's making the forwards, the forward spots. Um, what? So, so if he didn't get help, if he didn't get injured, are we assuming that the Warriors can potentially still make that run at the first seed, or like be really close with the Suns? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe not with the Suns. Maybe more like around like Grizzlies. But they were really close before he got injured. But then, what about that? When he since he's come back and they had that like fifteen minutes with Steph, they didn't look very good at that either. Okay, no, but I'm we're, just kidding. But, but, you know. Um. So who who are you taking out? If well, he'd healthy. be on the third team. He'd be on the third team. So I, I, I sure hope he's I'd on the third team. Out, I'd... Okay, this Who are one, your this forwards? is going to be a big forwards? one. So, Draymond, I think he can classify as a center or forward. Maybe. Uh, sure, give give him center. Give him center. Sure. He's taking out one of Rudy, LeBron, or who is the other forward? DeMar? DeMar. He's or or what I'd do is I'd move Rudy to the second team. I wouldn't. I don't know. But I'd get rid of either... Cat, Rudy, or wait for it, wait for it, LeBron James. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, well, this is you know, if the Warriors are still the two seed, oh okay. If the Warriors are the two goodness. seed, if the Warriors are the two seed, with some with really close to the Suns, like they were, okay. Don't don't take a, don't don't give me this three. Pick one. Who who's who's gone? Drop one. I, I can't pick one. I can't do it. Cause, cause it was easier in the, this, in the this, first team. It was way easier in the this, first team. This this LeBron James is the same LeBron James who might win the scoring title this year. But it's also the same LeBron James that will not be even in the play-in this year. Now. And look then, at his team. Okay, his team. And this Western Conference won. is very good. But you're going to take out him for I don't know I didn't Draymond. say LeBron I didn't say LeBron I said maybe I was thinking pick one I don't want to pick one okay maybe that's for a different time maybe it's for a different time um I'm happy we don't have to live in a world where we, we don't have to, think have to about this. we don't have to think about Draymond Green okay that was just a happy happy that pick <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> hey maybe I should have thrown my first team man Put Kenyon Martin Jr. on the uh, All NBA first team. That's my homer pick. Yeah. Okay. That's my boy. Get rid of uh, Jokic. Slide MP to the center and uh, put Kenyon in there. Hey, I mean Draymond played some point guard last year. I don't want to hear it. Remember, I don't want to remember hear when it. the Warriors sucked and they. Had I this, don't want to. They, they had. There's a notification. I, I remember. They're like the Warriors will be rolling out Draymond Green at the starting point guard. I, I don't want to hear. I think it. that lasted one game. Um. Yeah, I, that might have been the worst game in NBA history. I, I don't remember it, but I think this is a great point to wrap it up, so we can avoid talking about Draymond Green. Um, but I think it's a good time to wrap it up. We're gonna definitely revisit these uh, lists once the official lists are announced. Uh, that and our award predictions that we did in a different episode. But 
yeah, this has been Sal and Mark. And as always, you have listened to the Playbook Podcast. Have a great rest of your day, evening, whenever you're listening.